going to learn page Reish Chav Ches. Not for this. There is a Torah for Parshas Bo. It's long and it's something I think we'll come back to, Mr. Shah. I want to do for Parshas B'Shalach to prepare us. On page Reish Chav Ches, Shnas Tavshin Beis. Was, this Torah was said January 31st, 1942. January 31st, 1942, Pasha B'Shalach, Tavshin Beis. Oz Yosheh Moshev Neisos Hashiva Azais L'Hashem V'Yom Leimer Hashiva L'Hashem Kigoy Ge'os Usroch Roma V'Yom. D'Hine Isa B'Seif HaKadosh Kedushis Levi Says the Kedushas Levi al Rashi, Yashir, Rashi explains, Al Shem Machshavanema, Shaola Alibam Loimashir. Rashi learns that Yashir is that there was this spontaneous thought. It doesn't say that they sang, it says they will sing. So there was a spontaneous Yud is going on the Machshavan. There was this spontaneous machshava that Am Yisrael had shaola alibam loy mashir that the, that came into their hearts to sing shirat asha. Who pirish who zatzal? The kedushas levi says shaoid behayosam bemitzrayim that while they were still in mitzrayim, how you betuchim b'ashem. That while they were still in Mitzrayim, they were, they trusted and they believed that Hashem would take them out. And that's when they first conceived of the Shira, of the song, that they would sing by the actual redemption. So now by Kriyas Yamsuf, they they actually sang the song that they that they were had, that they were thinking about and preparing when they were still slaves when they were still in Mitzrayim. Now they finally actually sang that song. Ad That's what the Bedishva says. But when you look at the Pasik, it's not only that they were thinking about, while they were still slaves, they were thinking about the song that they were going to sing in the future. That's how confident they were. That's how much they trusted in Hashem's promise. Not only did they think of the Shiva that they were going to sing by the Gula, while they were still in Mitzrayim, they actually, they were actually 
thanking Hashem. And they were praising Hashem. This is a famous word from Biskarov, and Ashirul Hashem in the future, Kigom al Allah. It's a famous word. I'm sure that many of you have seen. Ashirul Hashem in anticipation. Ashirul Hashem, Kigom al Allah. So the Rebbe explains that even if you look at the Pasuk, it seems that even in Mitzrayim, Haidu v'shibchul because if you go all the way back to the beginning, when Moshe and Aaron first came to tell them about the Gula, and it says over there, Vayam and Ha'am, that the, that the nation that Am Yisrael believed, Vayam and Ha'am, and they heard the news that, that Hashem pokad as Yisrael, that Hashem remembered us, and that He was going to take us out. So already then it says that they that they all bowed down. So even in Mitzrayim, they were they were already then they were showing their thanks to Hashem, and they were moidin mishabech l'Hashem over the future redemption that they believed was going to take place. And with this, we can understand what's hinted at in the pasuk that we just read last Shabbos. It says, "Veloy Shamu Al Moshe." They, they, they were, could not listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. Veloy Shamu Al Moshe. They couldn't listen to him. Mahayilahem Lishmaya. What, what, what should they have heard? Ukshama Moshe Rabbeinu Hashem, Heimenei Soloy Shamu Elai. And when Moshe Rabbeinu went and he said to Hashem, B'nai Yisrael, Lo'ishom like they didn't listen to me. They're not listening to me. Ksiv it says, V'yadab Hashem HaMoshe Bal Aaron, that Hashem spoke to Moshe and Aaron, V'yitzavim el B'nai Yisrael, and he commanded them, Moshe and Aaron, regarding B'nai Yisrael, V'el Paro Melech Mitzrayim, and regarding the matter of going to tell Paro, L'ohitzis B'nai Yisrael, Mesh Mitzrayim, to take B'nai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. So the question is, Matzivam. It says in the Pasuk, Vayitzavim el B'nai Yisrael. Matzivam. What did Moshe and Aaron, what did they command B'nai Yisrael? It doesn't say, it says, Vayitzavim el B'nai Yisrael. Virashi Pirish, Lanhigam benachas v'lizbalaisa. Rashi explains that Hashem, did, Hashem commanded Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu had every reason to be impatient. Self-consulfing. It says, V'loi shomu el Moshe. They weren't listening to him. Hey b'nei solo shomu elai. So Hashem was telling Moshe and Aaron, according to Rashi, that nevertheless, l'anhigam benachas. To guide them and to lead them benachas. V'lizbal oisam in a gentle way. V'lizbal oisam and to be patient with them, to tolerate them. That's the mitzvah. That's the tzivu. Vayitzavim el b'nei Yisrael. So the Rebbe asks, "Vahayim arata loyin higam benachas chas v'chalila." So Moshe was not gentle with them; he wasn't leading them in a in a gentle way. Mazut shuva al divrei Moshe Rabbeinu, and sofkosof. How does Hashem answer Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, "Hein b'nei Yisrael loy shomer, like ech yishmeni paro." 
B'nai Yisrael is not listening to me. Why would Paro listen to me? So how did Hashem answer by saying, lead them in a way of tolerance and, 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 uh, and nachas, in a gentle way. Omnam, noidasa gemara, the gemara in Brachis is well known. Mizmela David. So it says in Pasuk, in Tilim Gimel, Mizmela David. Now that capital Tilim is talking about, it's talking about Avshalom, who was plotting to kill his father, who wanted to kill David Amal. So Chazal asks, how could it say Mizmela David, a song of David? Kinela David Mibayle. It should say, not a song of David, it should say a kina of David, like kinas, a lamentation, crying. David should be crying. His son is trying to kill him. So how can it say Mizma, a song of David? What kind of song is it? Omer Rabbi Shimon ben Avishol. Marshal, Lamaha David Daima. To what can this be compared? Adam Shiyatzalav Shtarchayv. There was a person who owed money. Kaidim Shaparo Hayat Atsif before he paid up. He was very sad. And once he paid it up, even though he, he, he had to give up his money, but once he paid, Samech. He was happy. He was relieved. He was happy. Af Kain David, so too with David Amalach. Kevin Shalom Baruch Hashem told him. Hashem told him, I'm going to bring about something terrible, something evil from your own house. So that's what Hashem had told David. So he was very sad. He was very worried. He didn't, he didn't know what this evil was going to be. He didn't know who was going to rise against him, who was going to try to hurt him, to kill him. He didn't know. He thought maybe it's going to be one of my, maybe it's going to be one of my slaves, an Evet, or it's going to be a Mamzer. who's not going to have any compassion, who's not going to have any Rachmanis on me. Kevin the Chazadav Sholomhu, when Dormar saw that the one who was trying to kill him was his son, Absalom. It wasn't a stranger. It was his son, Absalom. Somach, he was happy. In other words, it could have been a lot worse. Could have been somebody else who would be trying to kill me, and that would have taken place with terrible cruelty. And Safkal Saf, it's my son who's trying to kill me. And that's not anything you and I would want to, uh, to sing about. So that's why he said David, a song of David. And then he goes on to say, It's terrible service that he had, that his son was coming to kill him. But what David Malchus is saying is that it could have been worse. It could have been, could have been an, uh, a stranger or an enemy. But it's my son, my son, even though he's trying to kill me, doesn't mean he won't kill me. It means that all. He won't torture me to death. It would be better. And for that, David Malach sang. 
We have another example of this. Later on in Perak Nun, it's Mizmala Asaf, and the whole Perak is about the is about the Khurm. Bo Goim Nachlesacha Timuhechalacha. It's talking about the about the Khurm Besamigdash. So again, why is it a song? Mizmo, what's the song? Maksha Hagamar. Kina Lasaf me by it's the same question. It should be a kina, not a song. It should be a lamentation. It should be crying. Chuban beis hamikdash. See, remember what Chazal answer over there. Who remembers what the Chazal answer? The shofar chamos al eitzim avanim. Remember, Hashem poured out His anger on the building, on the eitzim, on the avanim, on the stone, on the wood, not on us. The, the Jews would get killed. Better that the building gets ruined. So he's singing a song that, Baruch Hashem, thank you for only destroying the Besamekdash and not destroying us. Because really, we, we, we deserved, we could have gotten destroyed. So, so Asaf, it's a song that, and so on. <clears throat> it's a Mizmah, it's a song. Could have been much worse. Jews could, could have gotten killed, and instead the building was destroyed. So the Rebbe says, Let's understand. We know that the Gemara says there in Brachas that there's a din that a person says should say a bracha for something bad that happens, that we say a bracha dynamis. The same way that there's a bracha to say when something good happens, there's a bracha to say to say to be mastic as I didn't, to say dynamis. And the Gemara says means that even though we can't say in this world, we can't say and a tragedy when somebody dies. We can't. It wouldn't be honest. Because it hurts us when someone dies. On a tragedy, we can't say So we say dynamis, but as much as possible, we try to be macabre the simch. The pain, the difficulty, the, the bad news, the simch. So what's the kasha? It should say instead of mizmer, it should say kina. And not only that, so why should be a kina? A Jew has the achrayis in his heart, not only in his heart, but physically. To, to give a brach Hashem even for something bad. So why why can't we understand that he said mizmor ladavid? It's a din that we that we give a brach we make a brach Hashem even when something bad happens. So why 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 wouldn't David say a mizmor ladavid, a song over something that's bad? That's number one. Number two. Oid lefi terutzu shalagmara. 
Amru Mizmar According to the Gemara, according to the Gemara, the song was a song ala taiva for the kindness of Hashem. Shahislam Gambit Sarasam, there was even in the Tsaris, there was a taiva. But when you look at the Mizmarm Atzmam, but when you actually look in the Tilim itself, when you read it when you read these Kapitlach Tilim, Gimel and uh, Gimel and uh, which Nun and Nun when you actually when you look at these Kabilach Tilim, there's nothing happy and there's nothing good. It's only talking about Tsaras. Not about you would think that they would say all the kind things that why doesn't it say in the Tilim itself? Hashem it was so good of you to send my son Afshalom, not to send a stranger. Hashem was so good of you just to destroy the building, not to destroy us. If you look at the Tilim themselves, there's nothing happy in them. There's nothing good in them. It's just Tsaras. It's all about Tsaras. So what's the Mizmar? What's the song? Where's the song? Aleph and Beis, or Beis and Aleph, is that there's a din. It's a din of the Gemara. Kishem shem mevarchen ala ra. Kach mevarchen ala tayv. Chayven mevarchen ala ra. Kishem shem mevarchen ala tayv. That a person has to, a person is obligated to, to give a bracha even for something that's bad. So now the Rebbe as he always does, comes back to 1942, the Tav Shin Beis in the Warsaw Ghetto, and he explains the following. Avi Yechoylen lekabel Yisurim b'Yahav. A Jew is able to go through suffering b'Yahav. B'Yahav, accept the suffering with love. B'Laham min shakol me'asha. And a Jew can believe that everything, everything is Mehashem. Everything is Mehashem. Avagam lezamer az kasha. But to actually sing when you're getting beaten, that's hard. To sing. To, to have a muna. Or like the Gemara says, the kabli besimcha to be makabalit. Besimcha means that with belief, knowing that it's for your best. To be makabal at besimcha, that's already a big madrega. You need a lot of emunah to be makabal suffering besimcha, and to be makabal yisurim b'yahava, but to actually start to sing. Vagam lezamer, of course, there are some stories from the Holocaust like that. Vagam lezamer, that's hard to sing. Ki lezamer, because to sing... We're not talking about forcing a song. When you're singing Be'emes and it's a real song, a real song means that you're so happy that it, that it flows out, that it comes out a song. It doesn't mean you force yourself to sing. You know, you go to a lot of you go to a lot of chasnas. You should always go to simchas. Go to a lot of chasnas. And what would happen if the band would stop playing? You know, like uh, the guys are walking around in a circle, like, and uh, and and there's a lot of lot of noise. But if the band would stop, you hear like one or two people. You know, as a, it's a it's a chesed that that it's the only good thing I could find in, in the unbelievable, miserable noise that these bands make. 
is that it hides the fact that very few people are singing. Not much singing. Dafka by the wedding, some of the yeshiva, the guys are very stark. But by, by many chasnas, you go, see if they, would, if they stop the singing. You see this also like by Simchas Beis Shoev in New York. I, I, I used to go to a few places. Uh, now I go to one place, but I used to go to a few places. And they have the, the, a couple of chasidim. With, so like there's an oil, let's say a hundred chasidim, and they play banging out some lab music. And they, yeah, chasidim are like chuckling a little bit. No one's singing. If the music, were, if the plug would be pulled out, you wouldn't hear anything. Yeah, the guys, like the Mazamrim, you know, the guys by the microphone. No one's singing. So, a song doesn't mean you have to force yourself. A song means that, bam, is you're happy, and the song comes spontaneously, it comes out, a song. That's, what, that's really what it means to sing. It doesn't mean, it, 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 it doesn't mean that you have to force yourself and push yourself and to calculate it means that there's a song that comes out. So when you're, when you're suffering, when you're going through suffering, it's very hard to feel like singing. You can make believe in singing, but it's very hard to feel like, like singing. One of the conditions of Navu to be a Navi is that you have to be on such a Madrega to be Besimcha so even when the Navi is going through difficulties, it's a madreg of a Navi to be besimcha. So you remember that when the when the Navi wanted, he was going through a hard time. The Navi wanted to be more simcha, so that he would be able through the simcha because there can't be nevuah without simcha, right? So in order for the Navi to be a state of simcha within himself, like by Shaul HaMelech. To play, to play a nigan, to be a of the simcha. Because Stam to sing a nigan, he wouldn't sing Stam a nigan. He wanted that there should be a iris of simcha. So he asked somebody to come, I need a menagin to be a of the simcha within me. And then I'll be able to, be, to sing. So in that case, Shalom Alech asked to bring a musician to be Ma'ara some Simcha. But what do we see from here? The Rebbe see, says that what we see is that in order for a person to truly be happy, and in order for him to be able to himself feel like singing, he has to have something to be happy about. You have to be Ma'ara Simcha within him. If the person is in a bad matzav, he's not going to sing. It's not going to be a natural song. So there needs to be something to be misamechim. Some good news. Somebody else will play a nigan to be misamechim. Somebody will tell a good joke, whatever it is. But to be misamech the person. And then when the person comes to some simcha through the good news or whatever it is to bring simcha then then he's in a place where he can also sing not only despite the yisurim but he can be mishabach Hashem with a song knowing that everything is going everything is for the best, it's going to be good but he can't do it when his mom is broken he can't bring himself to sing 
There needs to be a way out of that sadness, out of that despair. Once the person is in a place where there's some simcha, then already there could be singing, there could be yeshu. So they say a maisa from the... Um, I don't remember if it's the Yiddah Kaddish or the Rebbe Rabbunah from Pshischa. I'm not sure. But there was a there was a Yid that was swimming in the in the lake. And the Yiddah Kaddish or, or, or the Rebbe Rabbunah came there to toivel or to go to swim, whatever. And this Yid was in the water and he and he started to drown. He was drowning. And he was screaming for somebody to help him. Something happened. He was starting to drown. And he was screaming, this Jew was screaming to help him. And the tzaddik was standing by the edge. And the tzaddik called out to, to this Yid, send my regards to the Lev Yassin. <laughs> he made like a joke, like send my regards to the Lev Yassin. You know the Lev Yassin is the big fish at the end. Of the send regards, shikna gris from some Lev And the chesidim. They're all like, you know, get, getting uh, set to go jump in, whatever. And and the the rabbi says, send my best to the Leviosa. And then they went and they they pulled him out, the guys, and he, they, they helped him and he was okay. So Chesidim asked the rabbi, like, what, 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 what kind of, like, what was the joke? The guy's drowning, he's going to die. He making, the rabbi's making a crack, you know. Send regards to Leviosa. So the rabbi said that I heard in that cry that he was already misyaj. He, he, he already just felt he was dying. He, he had no hope. He felt himself being pulled down and he had no hope. So I had to do something to delay at least for a minute to get the chesidim into the water. To get, I had to bring a little simcha, something. I had to, so he actually did this to a little bit to be misameach and while he was to say, send regards to Lev Yosem, something that for at least three or four seconds, enough time for the chesim to get to the guy, to pull him out. So he made a joke. If there's nothing, if the person is already dead, then there's no song, there's no simcha, there's nothing. There's no nevuah, there's no yeshua. So the Rebbe is saying that in order to sing, the Jew has to there has to be something, a simcha, there has to be a yeshu or something. That's what the Gemara is asking. Mizmer, kina mi How could it be a song? Should be a kina. Ech be'emes ha'yochel gam lezameh. So how could David Malach sing a song? His whole life was like caving in on him. How could he sing a song? Should have been a kina. He saw in this a nace. He had so many enemies, David Melech. But who's the one that's coming after him right now to kill him? His son. So he saw in that a nace when That it could have been really much worse. And that nace that he saw, that Hashem didn't abandon him, that in his misery, that Hashem was still there on some level looking after him. Somach there was a little bit of simcha. There was some kind of simcha. 
that he was able to extract from the bad situation. And then he was able to be Mazara for the Tsaris as well, that everything is good, everything is for the best. But there needs to be something to work with. So the material that Dodamel had to work with was this nace that of all of his enemies, it's his son, Davka, that's going to kill him. That's how I'm going to get killed by my son. So from that, there was uh, something of a simcha, that it could have been something which is worse. Even though to us it sounds like that's worse than being killed by an enemy. But, but the Gemara says that at least he knew that his son would have some Rahmanas on. So there was some simcha, something of a simcha. The Mimela, there could already be a song that's possible to sing. And the singing is going then even on the Tzaros, on the Yisur. So the Rebbe says this is a very big klal for us here. Now, there were all of the suffering. That we can't find anything to give us chizik. There's nothing to, what are we supposed to do to be mischazik? the person must do whatever he's able to and to somehow bring some simcha into his life with the knowledge that it could have been even worse than it is now it could have been even worse because when things are terrible and there's no opening there's no Yeshua so the, the, there's 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 no way to come to any kind of a yish, of any kind of a, of a, of a mizmar of a song, and there's no way to come to any simcha, and it's the same thing like the Jew that was drowning in the water, that if there's total yayush and darkness, then there's no hope. So David himself, it could have been a stranger, a slave, or a mamza that would that would have come after him to kill him. However, when when the Yisurim, when the suffering is so terrible, to the person is crushed into a, into little pieces. There is no human being that's left. When a, when, a, when a person is so crushed by his suffering, He's so humiliated, he's so degraded, that there's no longer anything that's human, that's loved of him. There's no, there's nothing, there's nowhere to take chizik from. It could have been worse. There's nowhere to take chizik from. It's very hard to be misamech oneself, with thoughts of what? It could be worse. That could work sometimes. The machshav it could be worse, like with David Melch or by the Chorim. But the Rebbe is saying, but sometimes he's talking about their situation. Sometimes a person finds himself in a matzav where it, that svara, if it could be worse, doesn't work. The Teretz is, how could it be worse? The person is completely, completely broken to a million pieces. There's nothing left of him. So, so the Rebbe explains that when Moshe came to speak to them, 
and it says Veloy Shamuel Moshe. They 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 couldn't hear. They couldn't hear any good news. They simply couldn't listen to anything. They were in such a bad place. They were so broken that all of these svaras could be worse. Nothing worked. And Veloy Shamuel Moshe. They, they, they couldn't listen to him. They couldn't hear him. You couldn't even have to have a, you have to have a person. But if people for hundreds of years are enslaved and are broken and are humiliated, there's nothing left of a person. Remember that David Amalek was David Amalek. And he had a Malchus. And he had a big family. And he had many, many things that were good in his life. This was a terrible tsar that he had, that Avshalom was trying to kill him. It was a terrible tsar. But David HaMelech was, was, was David HaMelech. And there was a Malchus. And, he was, a, and he, was in a big, he was a big person, and he was in a place of Malchus, going through a tsar. So he could, so such a person in such a matzah is able to bring out some simcha. And is able to use this svar that, Ruch Hashem, it's my son, it's not somebody else. But when a person is so completely destroyed by his suffering, he doesn't hear this kind of stuff. And if you tell him something like that, he gets even more upset. He gets even more upset. I, like, I, I think I mentioned to you, I remember I was, I was at a shiva. We were, there's a, there was a, uh, a young woman that, that died and left her husband with a bunch of kids. And they, I was sitting there by shiva. And it was the it was like the second day after the it was just a short time after the wife died, and I'm sitting by the shiva and you know people get uncomfortable by shiva they want to say something, they want to give them the chama they're not quite sure what to say so sometimes they say like really wacky stuff. So this person said, like you know you're young you'll get married. So he said. So everybody was sitting there everybody went oh, <laughs> yeah, his wife. His wife's still warm in the grave, you know. And the kids are sitting there, and and this guy says, "You're a young guy. A lot of like there are a lot of girls out there." It's, everybody just and the guy I remember just looks. And he just shakes his head. Everybody, and then right after it was that guy. He felt very bad. He said, "No, you know." Well, everybody there was like a gasp in the room. What do you, what do, you do? He's not a person now. There's made some mutal fun of him. It's a rach and He's not in a place where you... That's talking the din of an oinin, right? When the, when the mace is in front of the person, it hasn't even been buried. You can't be menachem him, right? You can't, you can't give nechama. He's not in a place where he could hear. He's not in a place where he could be mechabal nechama. Tanchuma. He's not a person. He's broken. So you're saying to the guy... Don't worry about you. He wasn't. He wasn't worried at that moment about getting married. He was crying about his wife. He's so tzibroch and he can't hear any nacham. There are people who, after the Holocaust, twenty, thirty, forty years after the Holocaust, they're not makabel tanchum. My mother's like that. She should be well. It's not, nothing. Not hear anything. Time anybody would say something, my brother just walks away, doesn't want to talk about it. 
It was always like that. My father would talk. My mother would just walk away. She never went to any uh, Holocaust memorials. She didn't want to see any uh, movies, no Yad Vashem. We would go in, my mother would stay outside and wait for us. She was, I don't want to hear about it, I don't want to talk about it, do me a time. Nothing, after so many years, nothing, I don't want to talk about it. There are other people that they were able to somehow try to work in this area. So there's a matzav of a person who's like Shomuel Moshe. He talked to them and talked to them about Haitsesi, Itzalti, Galti, Lakarti, all kinds of good things. It's going to be Gavaldic, we can go to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, what are you talking about? My father said that after the Muhammad, he was in the DP camp, you know, the uh, displaced person. And there were, and there were uh, Jews that came from Eretz Yisrael to try to sign them up to come to that to be in the in the army to come to the Haganah to, to come to a fight against Arabs it's in 1945 my father said so they sent they sent Shluchim to the DP camp from Eretz that's uh, of course they spoke Yiddish they didn't speak to them they had to speak to them in Yiddish they spoke Yiddish and, and my father said that, 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 that like some healthy guy gets up there like this Israeli guy gets up there and he says like look what you went through come join us and fight with us against, against the Goyim and so m- my father said you know there were some people that they, that they went over there to listen he said mostly they just oh, now you want us to go fight against somebody this one lost his whole family lost everything they don't have a kaychus to hear anything and he's saying, come join us in our land, come to Etchisel. So my father said there was some, but mostly they just, okay, whatever the first boat, just whatever is the first boat, I'll take it, you know. Where's it going? To Australia? I'll go to Australia. It's going to New York? I'll go to New York. Well, I don't care. Just get me out of here. Go, go put on some shorts and take a machine gun and fight against Arabs. I don't want them. You know, they're not, they, weren't, they weren't in such a place, you know, to hear these things. My father said there were people that started throwing things at him. <laughs> I'm starting throwing stuff at the guy. You know, be quiet, be quiet. He's, you know, he comes here, he's, he's fat, you know, from, uh, he's healthy and fat, and he comes over here and starts telling us how we should go enlist in the army. Broken people. Very broken. So you can't, you can't start singing when they start, they start to come back to life. There first has to be something to be happy about. Some good news. Keep a sight of Pliga Tanoim. As Machlaik is Tanoim. Ha'ech Omri Yisrael Hashir. How did the Shira, how did we say the Shira by the, by the ocean, by Yamsuf? And the Chem Yisrael is Yisrael's Hashkin Yisrael. So the Chem says that that Shkin came upon us. And we all had like Ruach HaKadosh. V'shakol Yisrael kivnu yachad. And we all had the same kavana. Loi mashire Maishu Rabbein. And we all broke out to sing Shira to Maishu uh, together with Maishu Rabbein. It's like Ruach HaKadosh. Now 
Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Eliezer, Benayshu, Rabbi Yosef, Svirlo, Shirak Mashoma Moshe, Onu Heimacha. So they say no. They said no, no. It wasn't that the spontaneous thing that they had Ruha Kaidish and they all said Shiva together. But rather, Moshe Rabbeinu said, said a sentence, and then they said after Moshe Rabbeinu. Ve'elu, ve'elu, chai. The Rebbe explains that both of these, of course, are Divilakim chai. How could that be? Dibiyam Shoshosa Kolkach Hashchina Aleyam. When they were crossing through the Yam, there was an unbelievable Hasgalas of Shechina. There was a tremendous presence of the Shechina. That even a simple maidservant was able to see unbelievable Nevias like the Nevias. And because of that, because there was a Hashra because they felt that Hashem was there so clearly, they said, they were able on their own to sing. There was such a Hashra they were able to sing. Even though they, they didn't hear, at that point, they didn't hear it from Meshavim. They had then the Chiyas and the Simcha. Through the Ashura Sashina to be able to sing. Uksha Posak and when Moshe Benu began to say Shira, Gam Haim Omru they said it together with him. Not sentence, together with him. that's when they were in a high place of Shina, of Ruhakaidish, of Simcha. Mashainikain Kishahu Aidam Mitzrayim. That's when the ocean, because there was tremendous simcha, and Hashra Sashina. And we were free and we were happy, so we were able to sing. But when we were still in Egypt, I'm going back to the beginning. While we were still in Egypt, we trusted and we believed that we'd get out, so we wanted to sing, so we already were saying in Mitzrayim. They weren't on such a madrigue. Then in Mitzrayim, they had to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu would say a sentence, and they would then say after Moshe Rabbeinu. But then when it got worse, and Hashem hardened and he hardened Paro's heart, and he made things worse for them. And he said, and he said, that I have to produce even more, but they're not going to have any. He's going to take away the quota of what they needed to build. That they have to produce the bricks without having the, the, the straw to do it. It got worse. They became so completely tzibrochen. That they said, forget it. They don't want to hear my anymore. When it was still, when he when he first came with the good news, they were leaving, and it says Vayamin Ha'am, they believed him, and and that says they bowed down and they said Shavach Hashem, so then they were able to, they were able to repeat after Moshe, they were able to say Shiva Shavach Hashem, but then afterwards when it got worse, and Paro made things so terrible, that they were so completely broken, then it says. Then it says, Because the question is, how is it, why is it that before, when Moshe Benin came, it says, what? They listened to him, and they believed him. And they, 
and they bowed down and they were praising Hashem. <coughs> so then why is it that later on, why is it later on it says, Eloi Shomuel Moshe, what happened? So the terror says, because, because in between, Paro made the Xeris much worse. So that brought the people to such a low state, such a terrible place, that they didn't have any more, forget about it. They're not interested in any more with Moshe. They can't hear it. At that point, they couldn't hear Moshe anyway. They couldn't hear. Moshe when they're saying it's going to be good, let's sing Shira, let's, 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 let's sing Shevachar. It's not Shira, Shevachar. They're totally broken. Of course, everything the Rebbe is saying is to be Mamas Chus on the Chevra. Next page. Sharore Yisrael Yefala B'morum. That doesn't mean to be nice. My Shem is always nice to us. It doesn't mean to be nice to them. It means Sharore Yisrael is the job of the tzaddikim and the leaders of the Jewish people. That they should Yefala B'morum. That they should be through their tefillahs. That the tzaddikim should be Poyal and Shemayim. Shan Hogim Yisrael Taimitach Nachas. That from Shemayim it should be with Nachas. That it's Shemayim, that Hashem should be, should be gentle with Am Yisrael. The tzaddikim, when Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Lanhiga benachas," means the other manig, your job, the job of the tzaddik is to be poel that here in Shemayim, to be moerachimim, that it should be with nachas. The tzaddik has to scream and to cry and to yell and to beg and to fight with Hashem that it should be benachas, and that was suffering. That's the job of the tzaddik. So you're coming with a tiny, they're not listening to you. They can't listen to you, they're so tzibrochen. So what's the tzaddik supposed to do? So don't come back just and report to me. Your, your job, you're the tzaddik, you should be screaming and yelling at me, Hashem said. That what? That the anhogi should be anhogi with nachas and rachim. That's the job of the tzaddik, that the yisurim should stop. Then they'll be able to sing shira. But you, you, you don't understand why they can't sing shira now? They have no hope. They're totally broken. Or they're, they're, they're crushed by their suffering. You want them to listen? Then you need to be more There should be nachas in Shemaim. Not the Yisur. Not the suffering. So what does it mean? What was the tzivud? The way that Jews bring Yeshua is through our davening. When you're in such trouble and the tsarists are upon you, you don't have time to go into the whole davening. So then there's such a mahalach when there's no time for the tzaddik to daven, that what tzaddik goes of a Then the tzaddik has to be geyser. Then the tzaddik has to, has to fight against Hashem's decree and he has to make a gzeir latayv. And Hashem will be mekai. So we find in the Gemara that when Hashem wants Jews to be more Hashem to Davin, so like the Gemara says in Brachis, Hashem says in the way of Bakasha, and He says to He says to Rabbi Yishmael, Yishmael b'ni 
Bacheni. What's the bracha? David. Ezer bracha sheyich b'shu arachem emeskaso v'yisnagim yisov v'midas arachem. So Hashem says to the tzaddik, to Rabbi Yishmol, your job is to daven that I should, that I should what? That I should hold back the midas adin and I should be megal, I should reveal the midas arachem. That's what the tzaddik has to do. Hashem told Rabbi Yishmol, that's what you're supposed to be davening. That's the bracha you should give me. But when the tzaddik is so terrible, it says, "Eis tzar gadol v'yitzavim el bnei Yisrael." Siva begzerish yifalu on hagish arachimim. V'yitzavim el bnei Yisrael means that the job of the tzaddik then is v'yitzavim el bnei Yisrael. Siva begzerah. Hashem was geyser, and He told Moshe and Aaron that there's no time now to daven; they're suffering too much. Your job as tzaddikim is to be geyser on hagish arachimim. To be geyser. You hear in this, it's, it's hard to see this in the Pshat and anything. But the Rebbe was himself, I believe, the Rebbe was himself trying to mechazik himself to daven and to, and to scream on behalf of the people. Because he was, he, because the Rebbe himself saw Veloisham, they weren't able to hear anymore. So the Rebbe screaming at himself that, that the job of the tzaddik. Is to is to daven, is to cry. But when the, when the tsar is so big and there's and there's not even davening, you can't even daven anymore. Then the job of the tzaddik is to be geyser that Hashem should make it good. Was pasuk hashibud by Moshe Rabbeinu? Then the slavery ended. When Moshe Rabbeinu went and said to Pa, "That's it. Again, that we're leaving. The slavery ended." They're able to sing even in Mitzrayim. Shiras and tishbaz l'shem. V'chein lahachin esatzim l'shiulas. And they were able to already prepare the shiras that they're going to sing after the gula. The bnei sol saw the yad hagadola, asher osa Hashem mitzrayim. Oyd be mitzrayim while they were still in mitzrayim, row Yeshua Hashem. They were able to see the Yeshua Hashem. But it's only when the shibud stopped, when the when the tzaddik and Moshe and Aaron were goyzer. And they came and they told Pyro, that's it, it's finished. And they said it in a strong way. And the Tzadikim were geyser. And then the Shibud, the slavery ended. Then B'nai Yisrael able to sing. Not before. They couldn't sing. They were able to sing Shira for the future. Moshe B'nai Yisrael is a Shira Zeus L'Hashem. Shepolu al doiris haboim leima. Oz Yosher, Moshe B'nai Yisrael is a Shira Zeus leima. And the Jews who left the Mitzrayim, they were able to be piled for all future generations. To bring the Jewish people to a place where the song should say itself. Where they're brought to a place where no matter what they're going through, no matter what difficulties they are going through, they should be able to feel that amuna to be able to sing Shira Dasha. And you could feel that that's the, the Rebbe himself was trying to be piled. That's what the Rebbe was trying to be piled. To somehow open their hearts up again. And to somehow that he would be able to say the right words and to, and to be goyzer somehow that the, that the tsar should stop. It seems that this was what the Rebbe was, was going through. We don't know what he was, he, what he was piled for the people that were there. We don't know what he was piled for all future generations. We should be zarechim as Hashem to sing the shira together with David Amalek with the Gula Shagamitis Amen
Ready? Well, if you need me, do you have a minute?